0: Hey, we're Erin Jennifer Smith with the Marriage After God podcast. Hi, everyone. We're here on video.
1: I can't believe it. It's been a long time. Video. I know.
0: This is like, I'm nervous.
1: I'm nervous. (laughs) You brought me up here. Erin's been working for weeks on those little studio setup and just everything that you see. And it's, babe, it looks really good.
0: Believe it or not, I did this. (laughs) I, I mean, I've had some help with some friends that are that are knowledgeable in this stuff, and then I've also watched a lot of YouTube videos <laughs> on <laughs> on setting up lights and.
1: But I can so. tell that once you brought me up here and I actually sat down, you started fidgeting to get us set up, and you looked nervous.
0: I'm well, I'm nervous about everything because like <laughs> I, I have new equipment and cameras and.
1: Well, don't be nervous. So, it's I'm be great. It,
0: I hope it sounds good for y'all. <laughs> so, um, if you. I'm mean, gonna, we're just gonna give give you a little format of what we're doing. So, we're gonna be looking at each other. We we're have gonna no be looking clue. At you. We have
1: no clue what we're doing. And then we
0: have like notes next to the camera. So, you might see us look over. That's what we're looking at is our notes. So,
1: <laughs> but I asked Aaron when we started, I said, can it be relaxed? Like, can I like look down at my jacket or like, <laughs> I don't
0: know. Yeah, it is relaxed. So, we're gonna okay. be figuring this out as we go. Uh, I just, I wanted to show you a clip because when we first started this podcast, we started it with video. And yes. it was in our old house, oh, and I we were set our up. We were set up in the kitchen, and then there, it was facing the background. I just wanted to show a clip real quick of our old podcast. This is actually the first episode. And wow! A th- look I just at my hair. Our, I just wanted to get our reactions to this, so let's watch it for a second. Thicker. We're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God,
1: helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage.
0: Today, we're going to be talking about God's calling for your marriage. Lots of people think they have a calling. Hey, or I, have remember, calling
1: I remember saying that phrase so often. We said so much. every time. Every single yeah. time. Yeah, for a long time. For a long time, yeah. That's funny. If Sometimes. you notice,
0: I still have my, my, my plugs in yep. back then. And your hair is blonde.
1: I know, and it was long and thick.
0: Wow.
1: I've been working on trying to grow my hair back out. For some time.
0: I really miss that house, by the way. I know. That's the house that Edith was born in.
1: So why don't you share why we stopped doing video? Because we did it for like two years almost, I think. Yeah, we
0: did We did video for quite a while. And Which, uh,
1: if you want to go back and check out some of those old videos, they're, all on they're YouTube. still up on YouTube. Yeah,
0: And so you'll be watching these videos on YouTube next to those ones. Very cool. Uh, we stopped because, I mean, we had a lot of babies. And, yeah, in uh, a short amount of time. And I was trying to make it very easy for you and me. And so instead of trying to, we had to, It was hard doing it right at nap time and getting it perfectly quiet and still in the house. And now there's just a lot of activity. I also had to
1: clean the house so that the background looked pretty and put makeup on. There was just a lot going on. Because our studio
0: was our home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Now we can have this kind of like off to the side, which is kind of nice.
1: Yeah. So this is just going to stay set up like this?
0: Yeah. And uh, so we went to audio only and we did that for a long time and now we're back at video.
1: Cool. And we did it because there was some people asking us, right? Some people, some viewers wanting... To see us back?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of people wanting more videos, and I actually I went on YouTube, and we've have some some of our old videos have like tens of thousands of views, and I was like, man, there's a whole audience on YouTube that wants to watch content. So
1: I think it was easier for Aaron to be gung ho about it. I yeah, I took some convincing. <laughs> well,
0: I I get excited about this stuff, and then I get super nervous. I'm like, okay, how's this gonna work? So I think we should talk to him because we haven't. Been we haven't launched a podcast since mid December, yeah. And I feel really bad. I went back and listened to our last podcast, and we're like, we have a, a couple more episodes before the end of the year, and we didn't, we didn't post anything. And there's some reasons for that. Yeah. We uh, there was quite a few things that came up right in December. My dad got sick and was in the hospital for a little bit, and, and so I you
1: actually uh, flew out there right away, and you were there for about a week to be with your mom and him.
0: Yeah, and then. Only I think a week after getting home, my brother died, mm-hmm. and that so we might talk about that a little bit today. But we, the moment we got that phone call, packed up the van and left, mm-hmm. and so we left the house as what as it was, and we spent um, over a about a month in in California with my parents, just uh, mourning with them and uh, working through family stuff. I don't know if any of you have gone through a loss in the family like this, but we're still dealing with stuff. It's something that it was
1: definitely like we, we don't encounter the um, confrontation of death often, yeah, it's um, especially often like cl- close family. Yeah. So this was a really challenging time for you and your immediate family. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really grateful that you made a way for us to just go right away. Um, I think that both your mom and dad really needed that time and your nephew.
0: And I needed yeah. it. I, I I know part of me was like I'm gonna I'm going there for them, but at the same time I'm to be I needed to and, be with my family and yeah. experience all of that. We're still dealing with stuff, of course. We're still trying to figure things out and taking it one day at a time. And mm-hmm. I think so for
1: me, with you'd be praying
0: for our family uh, for that.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say for me with that experience, um, I felt like God was teaching me how to be a helper to those who are walking through grief. Yeah, and um, just trying to think of things that would be a help to you, be a help to your parents. And, and, and even yeah. in the small things, you know, like asking if I can water their plants or, um, Hey, have you been taking your, vit- your daily vitamins or anything yeah. that you're not thinking of that I can help with you actually, um, made sure that their washer and dryer got fixed because we that actually was got them replaced. Cause I yeah. think
0: they, <laughs> they kept leaking all over the place. <laughs> uh, that was actually, it was really good. We went down there and, um, a part of, being there was helping them. Yeah. Like, hey, let's, let's figure some things out because it's it's crazy how all the normal things of life mm-hmm. just go out the window. Yeah. Like we didn't do do almost any work. Praise God we were able to, to take be, that To break. have that flexibility, yeah. But helping them with things that probably felt impossible at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was also good for me because it got my mind off things. Yeah. Um, but I, I also found myself learning a lot about – just kind of existing, mm-hmm. like not trying, because there's no answers. Mm-hmm. Like there, there is no like solution to these things. It's just okay. We're here, and we get to walk through it. Mm-hmm. And so, just figuring out how to be there with my mom, be there with my dad, be there with my nephew, and not have all the answers. Yeah. And just and pray and and comfort and hug and and laugh too. Watch watch TV and home um, funniest videos and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. That it was, was comforting. That was our for sure. that was our January and December. Mm-hmm. So,
1: we also had a few celebrations, which I know in the midst of grief, like it's hard to find time to celebrate. Um, so we didn't really do much, but we recognized uh, my birthday and our anniversary, and just made them yeah. special as we could.
0: Yeah, and we we both. Also understood like there wasn't much to do, yeah, because of where we were at and what we were mm-hmm. dealing with. But we still recognized them, and uh, usually it's the, the, we were we actually had a really cool party planned. <laughs> 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 that got thrown out the window, and that's okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, maybe next year. Yeah, we talked about that with our friends. But
1: sometimes things yeah. change, though, and uh, just I I am also glad that we're sharing this because I think uh, just thinking about the new year, I think for a lot of couples it doesn't always start out the way you intend. Mm-hmm. And that's true for not even the new year, but just like maybe tomorrow or next week. You know, you you have these expectations or you think something's going to turn out one way until you get hit with some information or um, news that Inconvenience. It is very difficult yeah. to process and handle. Um, and so I think it's really important that couples get reminded that uh, we're not guaranteed to be able to follow through with everything that we've planned or everything that we have on our to-do list and that we need to be able to support each other when those times come.
0: And death has an amazing way of uh, shrinking all of the things that we think are big.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you know all the th- all the normal things of life, all of the things that we are constantly like, oh, we got to get this done. we got to do this. It's like, oh that doesn't actually really matter that much. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's very sobering. it's very uh, uh, gives you some tunnel vision. To see like a a specific like, oh, we need to be having our eyes on some, you know, keeping the main things, the main things. Yeah. And so this last month was pretty profound for us as a family.
1: So while we were there visiting and being comforted and comforting, uh, we did. I took a little bit of homeschool for the kids and you had a little bit of work, but kind of like just basic. Yeah, very little. And we so that's one of the reasons why we didn't launch the podcast fresh in the new year. We just. And we've only been
0: back for two weeks yeah two and a half weeks
1: so aaron's been working really hard on getting all this set up and also just working on the content for you guys but we did have a new kind of experience for you for this season this year of the podcast the marriage after god podcast which mm. we're excited to share with you guys um so i don't know if you want to jump into that
0: yeah we're gonna be so last year we tried doing one every week mm-hmm. we missed a handful of weeks i think we did 39 episodes we did a lot yeah I a, lot, like a lot, lot, lot. lot more episodes than usual um which was awesome. And so this year, instead of just going week by week, what mm-hmm. we're going to do is we're going to do like eight-week seasons, and they're going to be like series-focused. We did a series last year on prayer, mm-hmm. and it was actually really well-received. And so uh, we're going to be doing a handful of series um, where we do eight weeks on a specific, specific topic, topic yeah. but it's going to be broken up in all different types of aspects. So mm-hmm. It's not going to be the same thing every t- single time. Um, and this – First season, this first series that we're going to do is going to be on words. And so I'm just giving you a little precursor to that. (laughs) Uh, And that's what this series is going to be on.
1: So I think how we'll do it is we'll do like um, six to eight weeks on a topic and then Mm -hmm. take a short break, whether it's a week or two weeks, and then we'll jump into a new topic and we'll kind of do that throughout the year.
0: Yeah, and we're already working on those those series of topics that we're going to be doing and then filling out notes for those so that we are ready for it and not... (laughs) Because sometimes we like, oh, that two weeks turns into two months. We don't want that.
1: Plus, I was just telling Aaron uh, that normally we would both be working on the content um, and be sitting in front of the computer while we're recording. And so we can kind of stop and go as we want or, you know. Read our notes, which is really comforting to me Mm -hmm. um, because I'm not really good at off-the-cuff conversation like this. But I told him that I would— Hopefully
0: we get good at it this year.
1: Yeah, we are going to get good at it this year. Uh, I told Aaron that I would be willing. And so having the content done, like, ahead of time so Mm -hmm. that we can really wrap our heads around it and just give you guys the best experience for the things that we're covering, it would just— make this flow really well. And so I'm really excited. I'm really excited for um, the dynamic of how video and how we're doing the series will really play out.
0: And if you've been an avid listener and now watcher, like a viewer of our our videos, uh, this year I'd really love to see all of our listeners and viewers really be spreading the word, Uh, sharing the videos, sharing the audio. We're going to be creating social media posts Mm -hmm. based off the video clips. That was another reason I wanted to start doing video because it makes much more fun social yeah. media posts with the, the grab and go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and would you, if you're a, a long-time listener, I want to like commission you to share our content, share these videos, share these episodes with friends, family, and, uh, yeah, partner with us in that. So.
1: Not only does it help us because we uh, get encouraged to see everyone who's following along and it motivates us to want to keep going, um, but we really do, you know, pour a lot into the content and we want to share this with you guys and hope that it brings encouragement to you and to your marriages. So as you share the word and as you uh, share it with friends and family, they will also get the benefit of what we're sharing.
0: Yeah. And on YouTube, you can leave comments. Nice. And so, it. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you leave us some comments, and we'll be checking those out and um, responding to ones we can. So,
1: before we get into the topic, I think that you should at least mention why it looks like you've got a little bit of makeup on. One I eye. know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was just going to show
1: everyone.
0: <laughs> uh, you see. here.
1: I told them Aaron this. I got is a good really, shiner. I said this is really bad time- timing.
0: I know. Uh, so we were still doing jujitsu, even though we took a month off being in California. Uh, <laughs> I, I go back to jujitsu, I'm like there are a couple of days. And a good friend of ours that started going to our church
1: you can't blame it on him. <laughs> uh, it's his fault. No,
0: it was totally an accident. But he, we were just – we were rolling with each other and he accidentally pfft, ran
1: the – <laughs> You didn't even know you had I, it. It didn't totally even got, hurt. You got home and I said, ooh, what happened? And you went to go touch it and your hand – your thumb like rolled Rubbed it, over. Rubbed oh, over, over this big old bump.
0: bump. <laughs> um, it doesn't hurt at all, but it's totally black, Yeah, if you can right. see. And then this morning at jitsu, I got kneed right in the head. <laughs> so there's a pretty good bump right here. So – now, on video, you yeah, get to see all the bumps everything. and bruises I get when we, when I go to jujitsu. So, and I'm not but gonna, you're still I, going I strong. I was thinking about like putting some sort of like foundation or something. I'm not doing do do that.
1: Don't do <laughs> it. I'm not going to do that.
0: Okay. Thank you for bringing that up because <laughs> yep. I'm sure people will be like, what's going they on? They were going to
1: ask in the comments. I knew it. I could yeah. feel it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Olive's like, Dad, it looks like you're wearing makeup. Like, yeah, only on one eye. Yeah. I should at least balance it out. Like, you it's
1: should like, let her yeah, fix it for you. You,
0: you fix this side. <laughs> she would actually probably really love that. I'm not
1: gonna do that. Do people know like what's going on behind us? Do you want to share? Yeah. It a little
0: so, bit? Um, Mag back here. I have friends. that are like, "You're missing the A." <laughs> I'm, like, no. I'm Like that's a different podcast. That's uh, yeah. I do a late night podcast where no. I talk politics. Uh, so that's Marriage After God. That's our our acronym. And then uh, we just have all of our books back here and some Bibles. And there's you want to show them that cute photo. There's a picture of, of us from our wedding day back there.
1: I was really goofy. I still am really goofy, but uh, I knew the photographer was standing in front of us and I, I jumped on Aaron's back. Yeah, dad.
0: that was Ben. That's my favorite photo from our wedding. Aww. Yeah. That's it really is. That was <laughs> 17 years ago now. Week is our anniversary in January. 17 years married.
1: High five. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> Sorry if that was loud in your ears. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah, I actually don't know how sensitive these are. So, uh, okay. So we're glad you're here and we're going to be talking about a lot of cool stuff this year. Um, and if you follow us on social media and you have ideas for us, um, we'd love to hear them. Love to hear them. Yeah.
1: Uh, today's episode, because we had so much to share with you guys and kind of start off introducing all of this. Um, it's going to be, um, briefer on the content. Yeah. This is like an
0: introductory video of this new year.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, we actually, we wanted to start in January. Like we said, we couldn't. And so we're we're happy to start in February and we're going to have a lot of fun with this year. I think. So, all right. Why the topic of words? Because we're going to be talking about words over the next eight episodes. And so I wanted to just kind of give you a precursor to why that topic. Because we last year, did we have a word last year for the year?
1: Um, I had one. You had one. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I think I shared it on a podcast episode in the beginning of the year.
0: Yeah, but that's was, kind of a thing. It's yeah. been a trend over the last handful of years that people are like, what's your word for yeah. the year? That's not why we're doing this. But it makes sense because people like – To to identify with words, they they say they you know, strength Mm -hmm. and that has meaning and purpose and value. And when you it's something easy to hold on to. So we want to talk about not just words in that sense, but words in the the unholistic sense of how powerful they are in general. Mm -hmm. Because whether we like it or not, whether we understand Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying or maybe you don't know what to pray or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. And it or not, whether we know it or not, The words that we use and believe and speak to ourselves and speak to others Mm -hmm. have massive impact in our lives. And so we plan on talking about that over the next eight episodes. And it actually came out of, um, I'm thankful that I, I was able to talk to my brother for about two hours, just a few days before he passed away. I didn't know he was going to pass away, but I got this phone call and I was able to FaceTime with him for about 30 minutes. And then for an hour and a half, I was on the phone with him. And I got to talk with him a lot. He was not a believer, and I'm very sad about that. And my whole conversation with him was talking to him about death, was talking talking to him about the gospel, was talking to him about the things that he believed. And over and over and over again, I just kept hearing the words that he was saying and it was breaking my heart because he believed those words. He believed those things that he was saying so much so, and it led to his death. And it And it hurts me. And so when I think about the power of the, the words and the messages that we hold on to, that we listen to, that we speak inside of our hearts, that we speak to other people, everyone that's listening and watching right now, probably can look back to a time when someone said something to them and that has stuck with them yeah. their entire life. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize it, but there's many things like it, you might have that one kind of like, uh, you know, cornerstone moment where you're like, Oh, someone said this to me one time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard it from many people. Um, but there's so many more that we don't even think about that shapes the way we think shapes, the way we act shapes, shapes, the way we believe shapes, the way we hear things. And so I, we have a desire to point that out, that if we as believers can recognize how powerful words are and not be frivolous Mm -hmm. with them.
1: And not just point them out, but also come with a challenge to self-evaluate ourselves, Mm -hmm. the way we use our words, like you said, the words we believe, Mm -hmm. but also the way in which we share our words, like our tone and just everything about our body language, yeah. because how we express ourselves impacts others. Like Erin is saying, there's things that people have said things to us that we remember, but what things have we said to others that they remember that have mm-hmm. made a lasting impact on them? And was it good? Was it positive? Was it negative? Um, you know, what things are we saying to our children on a daily basis that they're they're thinking and they're starting to believe? So these are all very important things that we want to come with, a challenge of, hey, are we willing to take a look inward and see what we're saying?
0: And also be better listeners mm-hmm. of the words that we say and hear. like what, what words are we allowing into our life? What messages are we holding on to and be like, wait a minute, is that even from God? And so those are the kinds of things that we want to talk about. There's We see it in our, our family. We see it with our children um, along these lines of thinking about the power of words I started feeling really convicted on like, what kind of words am I allowing my kids to listen to over and over again? Maybe from a TV show or from a song or from, uh, you know, music. Mm -hmm. Like, so what are these, what are these messages? What are these words that are being repeated to them that they're, that are getting stuck in their heads that are on repeat over and over and over again? And then, like you said, what words are we saying? Mm -hmm. And are we saying them often enough to make them, to, to make them repeatable, make them memorable, make them stuck in their hearts. And so talking about these things. Uh, we were talking with our kids at a Bible time and, uh, you know, I'm not sure if you have children that struggle with the kinds of things that they say to each other, but our kids, they struggle with the words they say being kind or, or patient or gentle or generous. And so we sat them down at a family Bible time was like, we're going to talk about words. And I was sharing with them about how powerful our tongues are. And how amazing it is that we can create words and that we can use words and we can, and without a tongue, you just, oh, it's just sounds. Mm -hmm. But the tongue, it creates words. And that's a, if you think about it, that's an amazing thing. (laughs) It's pretty cool. And so we read to them, James, and I was talking to them like how the tongue is a fire and it's, and it's, it can, a little flame can start a whole, you know, forest on fire. And that's how powerful our words Mm -hmm. are. Uh, another verse that we, I shared with him was Psalm 1914, it says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. I brought up to him. I said, this is the heart that we should have. This is David's heart. He prayed this to God and he said, God, like, look at my heart. Mm-hmm. What, what am I saying? And he, and it was not just the meditation of his heart, but it was the words of his mouth. He's saying, what am I saying? And I pray that what I'm saying is acceptable to you. Mm-hmm. And how often do we think about that?
1: It's so important. You're you actually just bringing up at church on Sunday how um, destructive our tongues can be and yeah. how it could be like one of the most destructive weapons, even more so than bombs or artillery, because it's something oh, yeah. that's used in people's life and on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, I, I actually that, – that was – I told the church because we were talking about the weapons – that come against us will not succeed. And I said, mm-hmm. but swords and knives and guns and bombs, like the, those aren't the most powerful weapons. But Word, that's what we words think have of, always been the w- most powerful weapons. That's
1: what we think of when we think of weaponry. Like we think of all those harsh, mm-hmm. crazy, hurtful things. Um, but then we have every you know person out there mm-hmm. with a mouth that can speak and um, use their words to hurt people.
0: And to, and to give ideas. Or and to, to be to divisive. Deceive. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- I think of Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. like the devil didn't come with, the serpent didn't come with a weapon. He came with words and he, and he used his words in a way to to deceive, mm-hmm. to convince. And so that from the beginning of time, words have been the most powerful weapon. And so that's what our tongues are. Mm-hmm. They can be, they can tear down or they can build up. And the words that we decide to, to use and the words that we decide to believe mm-hmm. inside of us.
1: Knowing that we were going to be talking about this uh, topic, you had mentioned that lately you've been seeing a lot of stuff on Instagram like Reels or Pastors. And you've, even, you've been sending them to me.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not kidding. So we started talking about this. We started like, you know, what do words mean? How, what, how powerful are, are they? How can we talk about this? All of a sudden, everyone's posting about it. Uh, I follow Victor Marx. I don't know if any of you follow Victor Marx. He's an awesome guy. He shared a uh, like a TED talk from someone, and this guy was talking about how powerful words are. Mm-hmm. And he was showing how he can say things in a certain way to convince you of something, even though it's not true. And I was like and and I've been seeing posts after post after post of people talking about words. Mm-hmm. It's almost like there's a there's like a like people are curious about this and are being challenged with it in, than themselves. Um
1: is there anything um like an experience that you've had lately that has really affirmed you where someone said something to you that encouraged you? While- uh
0: yeah, my while we were in California, my mom sat down with us and she's like I just want to I want to share with you some things that I've been feeling and seeing and encouraged us on areas that we can be more protective in our marriage. Mm-hmm. She's like you're in ministry, you have five kids, you ha- you have a all these things going on. She's like you want to protect and not let the enemy to have anything and she that encouragement was was pivotal for us we're like
1: you're I did right really we need that.
0: to be so careful in these various areas because we don't want to give any room for the mm-hmm. enemy to oh, oh I'm going to take that yeah. oh I'm going to use that mm-hmm. and so that that was her just trying to love us and she just shared some things from her heart and those words that she shared actually caused us to mm-hmm. make some transitions and some shifts in our life to focus on different things that's one person. Now imagine who else you allow in your life. Like we, yeah. Like when you scroll, you're constantly scrolling through hundreds of, sometimes thousands of influencers telling you things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What are you listening to? Whose words are you saying, yeah, I'm going to take those. Those are mine now.
1: <laughs> I had an experience while we were in California as well. It was actually the night before we left. Um, my mom sat down on the couch next to me and all the kids were on the couch. And she said, Jennifer, I don't know if you need to hear this, but you're a really good mom and like i wanted to cry but i also didn't want her to see me cry <laughs> so she was
0: She's being so sweet she while was, was so there. sweet i turned around I and i said that. thank
1: you mom and she said seriously on top of you know everything that you've got going on and she knew it's been a lot this month um she goes your kids are so awesome and i just love you guys and just how soft landing every word that came out of her mouth was mm-hmm. meant a lot to me and those are some sets of words that i will cherish and keep forever <laughs>
0: And I think that's a good point because you, you brought this up, uh, I think, a little earlier. And you, you actually – this has been a main theme in our marriage, uh, not just what I say but how it's said, yeah. how it's presented, how yeah. it's packaged up and like here you go. Like this is what I want to say. Uh, the the how it's said doesn't necessarily change the meaning of the words mm-hmm. but it might change how they're received or heard or not heard. And so –
1: Well, I think, I think the trouble becomes um, – implied when you say something a certain way Mm -hmm. so regardless of what the message is that you're trying to share if you say it a certain way or with a certain attitude or a certain um, or passive aggressiveness yeah
0: well because there's two ways we can give messages Mm -hmm. with our words and with our body language and with our our actions and those kind of Either they coincide with each mm-hmm. other, and I think that's where the the problem is. We talked about discrepancies discrepancies last year.
1: Mm-hmm. That was gonna be that was my like, word for last you year. You say
0: one thing, but mm-hmm. everything else surrounding it doesn't match. Yeah, and you're like, are you really saying that? Yeah. So there's a lot there's a lot to be said about words.
1: Yeah. So uh, some words are really familiar to. Many of us, especially if they're written down. So I went through the Bible. I didn't go through the whole Bible, but I was thinking about the Bible and different stories or phrases that uh, are very familiar to us. The Mm -hmm. first one, obviously, um, in the very beginning, Genesis 1-3, God said, let there be light. Mm -hmm. And what a powerful moment for words to um, have power. It was the the most powerful moment. (laughs) It was incredible because they were— creating things god was creating things mm-hmm. with his words and we're going to be talking more about that later
0: was it Olive of who brought that up the other day yeah when i was I was saying the tongue is powerful and, and she's like god yeah created, god created everything yeah with words
1: yeah which he did so cool um another one is uh, exodus 5 1 when moses says to pharaoh let my people go it's a phrase and it's been around for hundreds of. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, longer it was, than that. <laughs> no, I know. No, I was going to say that it, those words came after hundreds of years of bondage. Yeah, and even thousands of years after they've been said, we still remember them.
0: That's that's a good that's a good point.
1: If I could just get what yeah. I meant to say out of my mouth, um, and then another one uh, in John five eight, Jesus says to the sick man, "Get up, take your bed, and walk." Mm. That was a miracle happening. His words were the authority of what you could, could it do? You can do now. Go yeah. do it.
0: And it, it makes me think about um, how powerful, like we, we think about messages that we've heard and words that we've mm-hmm. heard that have shaped our societies. Mm-hmm. You know, we have the founding documents. We have people like Martin Luther King Jr. We have, and yeah. I can say these people's names and you can immediately be like, oh, I know what, you know, you'll say a phrase mm-hmm. and that means something and yeah. it, and it, and it, directs mm-hmm. and it guides. And that's exactly what James talks about with the tongue mm-hmm. being so small of a member, but it guides your entire life.
1: Mm-hmm. What about um, these last words that Jesus spoke right before his death on the cross, John 19, 30, he said, it is finished. Mm-hmm. The power in those words. It's really and, it's, and it's
0: words like that, that make the gospel mm-hmm. happen. So when you tell people the gospel, if it, it when he said it is finished, Either it is or it isn't. I tell people that all the time, like, "Well, he said it's finished. Is it or not?" And so it, that, those words, are so powerful that it challenges you to either believe them or not believe them. Mm-hmm. And that the words that we think and believe and say do the same thing in our own lives mm-hmm. every single day, every moment of the day.
1: Yeah, these words and these phrases that have been ingrained in us um, come out of us and they affect. Those around us, they affect us. And so again, these this is just why Aaron and I really felt strongly that words would be our first series this year that we would dive into it for you guys and with you guys um just to be able to check our hearts and mm-hmm. evaluate how words are impacting us
0: so the the topics that we're going to be talking about is words. It, ma- it matters. and i our our prayer and our hope is that we can dig in deep. There's going to be lots of scripture hopefully lots of stories and we want um, our listeners and viewers to subscribe so that they don't miss any episodes mm-hmm. that are going to be coming up over the next eight weeks. And I want you to be considering, I want you to be considering what, what are the words that you hear repeated in your mind and in your heart all the time? Because the ones that are being repeated, you, you, they're things that you're believing, the things that you're, they're, they're guiding your life. And, after experiencing what I went through with my brother, um, the thing that I've been encouraging our church, the thing that I'm encouraging us and our family is, is to stop being lazy mm-hmm. about what it is we're listening to. What, what words are we allowing to play, be heard in our homes? What words are we allowing to come out of our mouths over ourselves, over our kids? And also, what words are we not saying to our loved ones who don't yet believe? Mm-hmm. What words are we not saying? Are we afraid to say certain words? Are we afraid to tell them the truth in love? Because at the end of the day, the words that we believe are going to guide our life, and it's going to lead us to either death or life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, I mean, that's what the Bible tells us. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it eat of its fruit. So what fruit are we allowing ourselves to eat, death or life? And so— Do you have any more encouragement for them?
1: I think that's great for now. Um, We do want to encourage you guys to pray with us at the end of every episode. Um, It's just something that we've always done and would love to continue doing.
0: All right. Will you pray for us?
1: Yes. Dear Lord, we just come before you right now, and we just thank you so much for today. We thank you for the launch of this new um, series in the Marriage After God podcast, and we just ask, Lord, that as we focus on our words and as we self-evaluate, you would encourage us to look deeply within. and. Just be willing to remove anything, any words that we shouldn't be believing, any words that we shouldn't be using, anything around Mm. us that we shouldn't be listening to or uh, receiving. And we just pray, Lord, that we would allow your holy word to soak into us um, and just saturate us, Lord, saturate our minds, saturate our hearts. And we just pray, Lord, that your word would continue to transform us every day. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen how's it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how
1: to end See you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yes.